Thank you. you. May be seated this morning, and thank you for worshiping with us today. As Ben already mentioned, this is a little uh, different service today as we are celebrating baptism and also going to observe the Lord's table. I want you to open your Bible real quick to 1 Corinthians chapter number 11. 1 Corinthians chapter number 11. We're just going to, this this passage of scripture is just a, uh, Paul is instructing the church of Corinth. Also then that is passed down to us as a church. And he's instructing them on uh, really the Lord's table or communion that we're going to observe today. And if you want to read where it initially happened, so he's kind of recounting here in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 of an event that took place in Matthew chapter 26. And in Matthew 26, we read where Jesus was in the upper room with the disciples. This was the night of his uh, arrest that would be crucified immediately following that. And as he is in the upper room, uh, and the reason it's called the Last Supper is that it was the last supper they would eat before he was crucified. And so in that upper room, they were celebrating what is known as Passover. And they were celebrating Passover because it was the annual time to do so. And if you remember, the Passover is uh, a celebration of, if you remember back in the Old Testament, when the nation of Israel was in bondage to the nation of Egypt. And remember the plagues came and all that craziness that happened. And the last plague that, that uh, eventually Pharaoh decided, I'm going to let God's people go, was the plague of death. It was the firstborn male that was killed. And remember what God told Moses. God told Moses that, that uh, the angel would pass over at night. And in order for uh, the Israel family, the, the Israelite family or the Jewish family to be saved was they had to kill a spotless lamb and put the blood over and on the side of their doorpost. And what that blood was a representation then of that blood covered that house. The shed blood of the spotless lamb covered the house. And so on that night when the angel of the Lord came to each individual house, when he came to the house that had that was covered in the blood, what would the angel do? He would pass over and go to the next house. And so the shed blood of the lamb covered that house. They were saved by the blood of the Lamb. And so in the upper room as they're celebrating Passover, the reason that we partake of these two elements, the cup and the bread, is because they represent the shed blood of Jesus Christ and also the body of Christ. And so the the bread that you're going to partake of or the cracker that is an unleavened bread without yeast, why is that? And it's because for two reasons. So when Jesus was in the upper room in Matthew 26, you can read about it, and he breaks the bread, they would have eaten unleavened bread. And why would they have eaten unleavened bread? Because when the first Passover happened, the Jewish home, what God had told them to do was not to have, not to wait on the leaven. We're not, we don't have time to wait. At any moment, it, it could be time to go. Your freedom, bondage from bottom, bondage is about to happen. So Don't waste your time waiting for the bread to rise. You're going to not have leaven or yeast in your bread. And so that's what they did. 
So every year after the original Passover, for a week, they would not have leaven in their bread because they were remembering the freedom that they gained. But there's a secondary reason that we today would have eat this cracker, this wafer without leaven in it. Because most oftentimes in scripture, leaven is a representation of sin. And if this wafer that we're going to eat is a representation of Christ, then it needs to be the sinless representation of Christ. So you see the imagery of the shed blood of the lamb for the original Passover. And here on Passover, they're celebrating with Jesus and the disciples. And Jesus is about to go to the cross. He's going to put to the end the yearly sacrifice. Because he is, remember when, when John saw Jesus walking, what did John say? Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. This is the once for all sacrifice. The spotless, sinless Lamb of God in the flesh, Jesus Christ, is breaking bread with the disciples. And he instructs them, when I leave, carry this tradition on. And it's an ordinance given to the church. So read with me in 1 Corinthians 11. Right, follow along as I read. 1 Corinthians 11, verse 23. Again, this is Paul recounting what Jesus did with the disciples. And in doing so, he is giving the authority to the church to carry out this ordinance. For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat. This is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as oft as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. So just this morning, as we, we witness these five students uh, bat, be baptized, in that baptism is, we see a picture of this in verse 26. This baptism is a, is a proclamation that they have decided to follow Jesus. Baptism doesn't save anyone. It's a proclamation that I have been saved, that I am a believer, that I'm a follower in Jesus Christ. I have decided to follow Jesus, and I'm going to proclaim it to the church through my baptism. What does verse 26 say about the Lord's table or communion that we're about to observe? Paul reminds them that Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me, and when you partake of the Lord's table, you are proclaiming my death. So just as baptism is a proclamation that I'm a follower of Jesus Christ, so also is communion of the Lord's table. When we partake of the bread and the cup, we are proclaiming that I am a follower of Jesus Christ. So it answers the question that I'm about to ask, who is supposed to partake of the Lord's table? Followers of Jesus Christ. If you have not decided to follow Jesus as these young students have done, let's read the rest of the verse. Verse 27, Therefore, whoever eats this bread and drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner, and I would say then those who are not followers of Jesus, are guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. And then I think there's a transition here of shifting from those who are not followers of Jesus to maybe some of us in here this morning that are followers of Jesus. And what is the, what is the admonition for us this morning? So we've, we've clearly stated that, that if I'm going to partake of the Lord's table, I should, be, I should have already made the decision to be a follower of Jesus Christ. But then 28, verse 28 goes a little farther into that. Not only should I be a follower of Jesus Christ, but look, look what it says. 
But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. In other words, as a follower of Jesus Christ, I need to, and this should be a daily habit for all of us, I'm going to examine my life. Am I walking in fellowship with the Lord? We read in Matthew when, when uh, we said, don't come to the altar and pray if you have an offense of somebody in the room. If you're mad at someone in the room and you're upset or you've offended someone, then the Lord says, don't come down here and pray about it. Go talk to them and pray with them about it. So the same for us this morning before we partake of the Lord's table, as a follower of Jesus Christ, I need to examine my own life. Is there sin in my life that's unconfessed? Is there some bitterness in my heart that I need to to release to God before I thank him for the cross? Do you realize what a slap it is in the face of Jesus Christ when we have unconfessed sin and yet we want to partake of and thank him for the cross? Because unconfessed sin, in, in my mind, what I'm saying, if I have sin unconfessed in my life, that, well, that payment you paid on the cross, Jesus, it's not that big of a deal. My, what I want to hold on to is, is bigger to me than the sacrifice of your shed blood. I don't want to be that person. I have been that person. But I don't want to be that person. So you examine yourself. So real quickly this morning, I want to just go through something really quick. Because I want everyone in the room to be able to participate in the Lord's table this morning. It's a special moment. It's a special moment. It's, it's really what, what this service is, is a memorial service of the death of our Savior, Jesus Christ. And we should enter into it very humbly and very reverently. And really in a, in a sense of awe of what Jesus did for us. And I want everyone to participate. But maybe this morning, you're not a follower of Jesus. These kids clearly testify that whether it was in Bible school or in the car on the way home or whether that was with mom and dad or Allison or Pastor Dave, they made a decision to give their life to Jesus. And if you've never made that decision, could I challenge you? Could I encourage you? Could the testimony of these kids encourage you? Why not do it right now? You know, I carry most of the time in my pocket, usually in my back pocket, but most of the time I have one of these cards with me. A couple weeks ago, I was at a peewee football game, and I met an ex-NFL player, and he, he found out I was a pastor. He's like, hey, you got a card on me? And I'm like, yeah, I always got one in my pocket. And guess what? I did not have one in my pocket. Thank God, Randy Beard had one in his wallet, and he gave it to him. But in this car, the reason I carry him with is because, let, let me just read for you, it's very simple. How do I follow Jesus? That's what it says. Admit to God that you're a sinner. Amen. Romans 3.23 says, for all have sinned. For all have sinned, and we all fall short of God's glory. There's, look, I can dress up in a suit and look really good. I'm still a sinner. And I'm pretty good at it sometimes. We're all sinners. So I want to admit that I'm a sinner. And then it's just right here on the card. Believe. Be. Believe. Believe in Jesus and receive forgiveness. John 3.16. I think Riley in her video, she said, I want to get baptized or I want to be a follower of Jesus because Jesus died on the cross for my sins because he loves me so much. Did you hear her say that? 
That's the gospel. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And so it's simple. I admit I'm a sinner, and because I'm a sinner, I need Jesus. And I'm going to believe that Jesus did exactly what he said he did. He lived a sinless life. He became the spotless lamb of God to take away the sins, my sins. So I'm going to admit, I'm going to believe, and then see here, just says confess your faith in Jesus. Romans 10.9 simply says, if you confess with your mouth and you believe in your heart that God hath raised Jesus from the dead, you shall be what? Saved. That's the requirements. I think we make it too difficult sometimes. Maybe some of you in here this morning are like, well, I need to fix some things at home first, or I need to... You know, there's some things in my life that I need to figure out before I make this decision. And can I tell you, you need to make this decision and let God help you figure the rest of it out. Because once you give your life to Christ, you are indwelled by the power of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will help change you and and fix you if that's what needs to happen. This morning, it's very simple. Maybe today... Maybe it's through one of the videos. Maybe it's through the baptisms. Maybe it's through the worship that we sang together. Maybe it's through the verses we read. And maybe God has revealed to you today, I've never decided to follow Jesus. And I want to do it right now. I want to just take a moment and let you do that. You, you can write where you're seated. We don't have to have our eyes closed. It doesn't have to be like this ceremonial thing. But you can, you can admit that you're a sinner. You can believe that Jesus died on the cross for your sins. And you can confess right where you're seated, God, I need Jesus and I surrender my life to Jesus right now. I am making a conscious decision right now to follow Jesus. And maybe it would help you if, if I, uh, I said a prayer. And you could repeat after me right where you're at. You could do it out loud or you can do it quietly and it's not you saying anything to me. It's you right where you're at saying, God, I'm I'm decided I'm going to follow you. And maybe it would go something like this. God, I know I'm a sinner. And I admit that today. I believe that Jesus lived a perfect life and he died for my sins and that he came back to life. I confess that I need Jesus. Lord, forgive me of my sins. I want salvation. Right where you're at. I'm going to ask you to close your eyes for a moment. Maybe this morning you've already made that decision. I'm just going to ask real quickly as our eyes are closed and no one's looking around. If you made the decision right here in this room today to, to follow Jesus, you, you prayed along with me, or you just talked to God in your own, in your own words, in your own terms, and you, you, you admitted and you believed and you confessed. If you did that this morning, would you just put your hand up for a moment? I just want to pray for you. Just put it up. I see one back there. Anyone else? Just put your hand up. If you could leave it up for a moment, it, it's hard for me to look and find everyone, but just put your hand up for a moment. And, and, and the truth is, thank you. I want, to, I want to see your hand because I want to pray for you, but whether I see your hand or not, God sees you and God heard you. Anyone else? Just put your hand up. I see two or three. You can put your hand down. And for those of us in the room that maybe made that decision last week, six years ago, maybe like me when I was 17 years old, I decided to follow Jesus. 
can you just take a moment right now and examine your life? Am I really walking in fellowship with God right now? I'm going to ask Ben to lead us just in a song, and he's going to sing just a verse and a chorus. And while he's singing, if you want to sit and sing, that's fine. If you just want to talk to God and say, God, thank you for the cross. Thank you for the shed blood of Jesus. Thank you that Jesus became flesh and dwelt among us so that we could have salvation. And there is no other name in which you can be saved by by the name of Jesus. And so just right where you're seated this morning, have, have a moment with God. Just listen and worship.